Hey there, food eaters. Welcome to the Food Labels Revealed podcast, a little-known home-based radio program that brings you comprehensive information about the world of processed foods, whether found in your local grocery store or your local drive-through. I'm your host, Mel Weinstein, the self-effacing, self-professed prophet of processed foods. This is episode number 68. Today's show is entitled, Over the Top, the Big Bacon Cheddar Cheeseburger Triple. Listeners, it's been a long time since I devoted a whole episode to the evaluation of a single fast food menu item. But every once in a while, I come across a restaurant offering that just blows my mind. When I begin to entertain the thought that fast food couldn't get much worse than it already is, some restaurant chain comes up with some new ultra-processed concoction that greatly exceeds the norm. So, a little over a year ago, Wendy's introduced the Big Bacon Cheddar Cheeseburger Triple, apparently part of the made-to-crave menu, sandwiches designed for food addictions. As I describe and break down this sandwich, you might be interested in watching a YouTube video dedicated to the consumption of this very thing. The link will be in the show notes. The vlogger is called Food Dip and seems to strictly focus on eating bad food from restaurant chains. His channel, The Eating Show, is doing really well. He has 12 million views. Despairingly, I'm trying to get the opposite message out to the world, but hardly anybody is listening. The fast food giants are definitely winning. So in this video, Food Dip and a friend of his, people who could be described as adult teenagers, are gorging on this humongous sandwich while simultaneously trying to talk about it. As Food Dip is praising, venerating, and glorifying his meal, at one point he says, This got to be God's food. That statement just says it all. Note that there are several other YouTube videos worshipping this over-the-top sandwich, so go there at your own risk. First of all, What's the composition of the Big Bacon Cheddar Cheeseburger Triple Sandwich? The parts are, one, three-fourths pound of beef. Yes, I said three-fourths pound. Two, creamy cheddar cheese. Three, bacon jam. Never heard of that one. Four, crispy onions. Five, American cheese. And six, toasted cheddar bun. Notice that half the components involve cheese. For the new listeners, I I think it's important to mention that the nutritional data of fast foods can be obtained in one of two ways. A few years ago, the FDA made it mandatory that fast food chains post that information. If you walk into a fast food restaurant, you may not see the information posted on the walls or menu board, but supposedly, if you ask the management, they are required to provide you with the nutrition facts. Alternately, you can go to the restaurant's website and after poking around some, you should be able to find the nutrition tables. So, from the Wendy's website, here are some of the nutritional facts for this sandwich. Calories, 1,420. Total fat, 102 grams. Saturated fat, 42 grams. Trans fat, 5 grams. Cholesterol, 235 milligrams. Sodium, 2,110 milligrams. 
total carbs, 46 grams, dietary fiber, 3 grams, total sugars, 6 grams, and finally, protein, 82 grams. Let's evaluate these figures individually. The Food and Drug Administration, commonly known as the FDA, and other governmental agencies suggest that the average American maintaining moderate physical activity should be consuming roughly 2,000 calories per day. This sandwich has 1,420 calories or 71% of the daily recommendation. And that's without any accompanying menu items. If you added a small order of fries at 260 cals and a medium Dr. Pepper soda at 190 cals, the meal gets boosted to 1,870 calories or 94% of the recommended daily amount. If you wanted to meet the 2,000 calorie limit, you would need to nibble on rice cakes for the rest of the day. The fat content is 102 grams. Health experts suggest that we should be consuming no more than 65 grams per day. That single sandwich is providing an excess of 37 grams of fat. Eating this kind of food on a regular basis will likely deposit that excess fat on your body. Eating this triple cheeseburger, even just once a week for a year, could potentially contribute 1,924 grams of extra fat, or the equivalent, 4.2 pounds. Digging into the fat facts, there are 42 grams of saturated fat, long considered the dangerous fat, particularly for artery-related diseases like cardiovascular disease. Health experts suggest that we should be consuming no more than 20 grams per day. So this sandwich is providing over twice the recommended amount of saturated fat. Next comes trans fat. Because of the hazards associated with this type of fat in regards to heart disease, the FDA has almost banned its use in commercial foods. It looks like fast food restaurants get a pass because this sandwich has 5 grams of trans fat. The cholesterol content is 235 milligrams. Most everyone knows by now that there is a connection between clotted arteries and cholesterol in the blood. There are two general sources of cholesterol. One, biogenerated cholesterol sourced in the liver. And two, dietary cholesterol found in animal-based food products. The latter is a concern of health professionals and nutritionists. The daily limit for cholesterol is 300 milligrams, so the Wendy sandwich provides 78% of the daily total. That's very significant. Now, if you freak out over carbohydrates in your food, then this sandwich is for you. It only has 46 grams of carbs, of course, mainly from the bun. The daily recommended amount for carbs is 300 grams, so no worries here. Digging deeper into the carb facts, there are only 3 grams of dietary fiber, an essential nutrient in the diet. The daily recommended amount is a minimum of 25 grams. A steady diet of fast food will likely lead to deficiencies in fiber consumption, possibly resulting in digestive disorders. Sugar, the other carb mentioned, amounts to only 6 grams, so that's really not an issue. The daily recommended amount for sugar is under 50 grams. 
Finally, protein, the nutrient that many people go bonkers over, comes in at 82 grams. The daily recommended amount is 54 grams. Now, a way for you to calculate the recommended daily amount of protein is to take your weight in pounds and multiply by 0.36. For example, a 150-pound person would need 150 times 0.36, or 54 grams of protein per day. That's the same number I just mentioned. Of course, that daily amount would be appropriate for people involved in moderate physical activity. If you're an athlete or have a very physical job, the daily protein need would be higher. Either way, at 82 grams of protein, this sandwich in a single meal exceeds the recommended amount. So what? Is there such a thing as consuming too much protein? The following quote comes from the Harvard Medical School. The short answer is yes. As with most things in life, there can be too much of a good thing, and if you eat too much protein, there may be a price to pay. For example, people that eat very high-protein diets have a higher risk of kidney stones. Also, a high-protein diet that contains lots of red meat and higher amounts of saturated fat might lead to a higher risk of heart disease and colon cancer, while another high-protein diet rich, say, in plant-based proteins, may not carry similar risks, end quote. So, watch your protein intake and choose your protein sources wisely. Now, let's turn our attention to the ingredients in this sandwich and examine each component individually. Note that the FDA does not require that chain restaurants reveal the ingredients in their foods. Some do, most don't. Fortunately, Wendy's does provide this information. Let's get started. I'll mention each component and the ingredients in it. I know that's going to be a bit boring, but I want you to get a sense of the number and diversity of ingredients that are needed to cobble this sandwich together. Okay, first off, hamburger patties, beef, and salt. So there's two ingredients. Okay, next comes the cheddar bun. There's wheat flour, malted barley flour, niacin, iron, thiamine, mononitrate, riboflavin, folic acid, water, pasteurized milk, cheese culture, salt, enzymes, annatto, powdered cellulose, yeast, soybean oil, salt, cultured wheat flour, vinegar, sunflower, lecithin, wheat starch, salt, enzymes, malted barley flour, ascorbic acid, modified starch, sodium alginate, mono and diglycerides, soy lecithin, and polysorbate 60. All right, that's a total of 30 ingredients for the cheddar bun. Next is the American cheese, milk, cream, water, sodium citrate, salt, apocarotinol, beta-carotene, cheese culture, citric acid, enzymes, and sorbic acid. So there's uh, 11 ingredients for the American cheese. Next is the creamy cheddar dip. Pasteurized milk, cheese culture, salt, enzymes, annatto, potato starch, powdered cellulose, natamycin, mayonnaise, uh, or I should say in the, in the mayonnaise, soybean oil, water, vinegar, egg yolks, eggs, sugar, salt, mustard, citric acid, lemon juice concentrate, milk, cream, salt, carabine gum, 
guar gum, cheese culture, pimiento, chilies, water, citric acid, natural flavor, lactic acid, salt, water, potassium sorbate, and sodium benzoate. That's a total of 33 ingredients for the uh, creamy cheddar dip. Up next is uh, crispy onions. So we have onions, soybean or canola oil, bleached enriched wheat flour, uh, which contains uh, wheat flour, niacin, ferrous sulfate, thiamine mononitrate, riboflavin, and folic acid. Then there's yellow corn flour, calcium lactate, citric acid, cultured buttermilk, dextrose, dried garlic, enzyme-modified butter, guar gum, lactic acid, maltodextrin, modified cornstarch, natural flavor, onion powder, salt, sorbitol, water, and finally whey. Uh, So there's a total of 26 ingredients in the crispy onions. Next, bacon jam. Onions, water, bacon with water, salt, sugar, smoke flavoring, sodium phosphate, sodium erythorbate, sodium nitrate, Brown sugar, sugar, cornstarch, salt, guar, and xanthan gum, spice, apples, bacon fat, pure maple syrup, rendered pork fat, natural flavor, apple cider vinegar, garlic, caramel, and natural smoke flavor. So the bacon jam has 26 ingredients. And lastly, applewood smoked bacon. So it has bacon with water, salt, sugar, sodium phosphate, sodium erythorbate, and sodium nitrite. So there are seven ingredients in the applewood smoked bacon. So what's the sum total of all the ingredients? Be sure you're sitting down for this. To create the Wendy's triple cheeseburger requires a staggering 135 ingredients. Now, they're not all unique ingredients. There are a number of repeats. Just counting the unique ingredients gives 74. So let's pretend that you're able to get the recipe for making this Wendy's burger and you go to the local grocery store. You're having trouble finding some of the ingredients. So you seek out a clerk and ask, could you help me find the annatto, powdered cellulose, sorbic acid, modified starch, sodium alginate, mono and diglycerides, polysorbate 60, sodium citrate, apocarotinol, beta carotene, citric acid, potassium sorbate, sodium benzoate, calcium lactate, lactic acid, maltodextrin, sorbitol, sodium phosphate, sodium erythorbate, sodium nitrate, and sodium nitrite. The clerk looks at you with a puzzled expression on her face and says, We don't have any of those things in this store. Well, you're stymied, and so there's no way for you to replicate this Wendy's triple cheeseburger, at least the version that Wendy's makes. That's because Wendy's, and of course every other fast food manufacturer, uses the food science tricks of the trade to make their food look and taste a certain way, keep from going bad with time, maintain texture and mouthfeel, prevent the separation of oil and water constituents, and remain uniform from restaurant to restaurant throughout the country and the world. 
You may not have recognized most of the ingredients that I just read off during the grocery visit, but they are examples of synthetic, that is, man-made ingredients that are routinely used by the fast food industry. And it doesn't matter which restaurant chain you examine. If you were able to see all the ingredient lists of all the fast food chains, most of the ones I mentioned would be found in foods as diverse as pizza, burritos, fried chicken, burger joints, etc. Take my word for it. I've done the homework. Let's look at the triple cheeseburger list again, but this time select only the synthetic ingredients. There are 25 of them. So about one-third of the unique ingredients are artificial and likely didn't exist 150 years ago. They are very modern members of our food supply. In earlier episodes of the podcast, I used to look for ingredients that I never talked about before. Nowadays, after five years of doing this, they're getting harder and harder to find. But in the triple cheeseburger list, I spotted apocarotenol, a brand new ingredient for the podcast. This substance is a crystalline powder related to vitamin A. It's a member of the carotenoid family that consists of 650 highly colored compounds. Apocarotenol is an orange-red color. It is found in the ingredient list for American cheese, along with beta-carotene, and gives the artificial color distinct for that kind of cheese. This food dye is actually found in nature, in things like spinach, citrus fruits, but the food additive is almost always synthetically made, and it's used mainly in fat-rich foods like cheese. That's it for today's show. I hope you think twice before ordering complex, unhealthy fast food sandwiches like Wendy's Big Bacon Cheddar Cheeseburger Triple. They contain too many synthetic chemicals and are off the scale when it comes to calories, fat, cholesterol, and sodium. Hey, food eaters. That's it. I hope you learned a few things. To all the listeners in podcast land, old and new, I appreciate you tuning in. If you have a little bit more time, I'd greatly appreciate a five-star rating at the iTunes store. You can find all the episodes of Food Labels Revealed and their show notes at the hosting website called Podbean. That's at www.podbean.com or just by Googling Food Labels Revealed. And of course, you can always listen to the podcast using your smartphone or tablet by downloading a podcast app like Apple Podcasts or Google Play. If you find your family, friends, coworkers, or acquaintances might be interested in this podcast, tweet or post a link through your social media outlets to get the word out. Till later, remember this. If you want to eat well and keep yourself healthy, eat food mainly from natural plants, not manufacturing plants. The outro music is a clip from Fluffing the Duck, composed by Kevin McLeod.